told you that you couldn't do it cause you washed up Ain't like them bad girls said you should get your sauce up But I got this plan and you might not understand I'ma go hard as I can and I'm gonna be the boss of it Just watch me do this, put no limits Thank you for tuning in to WDRB Media, the voice of the community The only station giving you double the information and inspiration You're listening to Christ Poured Into Excellence And I'm your host, Missy Picks do you have a senior coming out of high school and missed out on senior cap and gown portrait? No worries. CPIX has something special just for you. By tuning into our show, we will give you 50% off all senior port packages. For more information, call 980-224-CPIX. That's 980-224-2749. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with a young lady. Um, I'm going to call her... She's a survivor. She is like one of the most inspiring people that I know. Um, she's a fighter, and um, her name is Karen Adams. I'm just going to allow her to tell a little bit about herself. Um, today's topic is we're speaking on breast cancers, and we are putting the spotlight on a survivor in the community. Again, Miss Karen, how are you? Hi, Tasha. Missy Picks. Um, again, my name is Karen Adams, and I am a breast cancer survivor since 2017. Um, I found out I had breast cancer after feeling a lump in my breast, and I went to the doctor, and they did a mammogram, and they also did a CT scan, and they found that um, it was um, cancerous. So I went through chemotherapy for eight months, and I had the double mastectomy. And I also had reconstruction surgery and all those things I had to recover from. And it wasn't the easiest thing because we have, I have two young children, which are girls. And how they saw me before was different how they saw me after. And it made a very big impact on their lives. Even today, they're still going through some things because of it. And I myself... Um, and still going through some ramifications from the medications that I have to take, the medications I already have taken, um, the aches and pains I go through every day. I can't even lay in my bed like I'm supposed to. I have to sleep on the couch uh, with my feet propped up uh, because of the pain in my body. And we're going through a lot of testings to find out what's going on with that. You know, a lot of times people don't realize once you go through the chemo and all of the treatment they feel like it's over but it really isn't over uh, we are continually thinking about what's going to happen next we're um, feeling the pain and the, the discomfort that comes from all the treatment and whatnot and you know it's it's an everyday thing it's not like we're um, just done done with it it, it continues um, yes well um, I truly understand that um, being a breast cancer survivor myself, um, you know, I was diagnosed in 2015, and I'm just trying to get a little bit more feedback from you, like, what what, like, what was the thoughts uh, that played in your mind, like, the minute you got the call, or the minute that you was at the doctor, I don't know exactly how it took place, and they told you the news. Well, when they, I had an appointment to see the doctor after the the test was done, and when I went into the room, it was a room that looks like someone's living room. And to me, I felt like they were trying to comfort me. 
Um, so I immediately knew that something was wrong. Hmm. And so my thoughts were, oh, my God, they're trying to comfort me, and I don't really want to hear what they have to say. But, uh, of course, I had to to listen. And when they were talking to me, telling me all of the things that were going on with my body and with this cancer and everything, all I could think of is how am I going to tell my mom, because we had just lost my father like two months prior to that. Hmm. And um, I'm the only daughter of the family, you know, just me and my brother, and I'm the youngest. So, and it, we went through a lot. So it was very difficult for me to hear that news and to be able to figure out how I'm going to tell my family what is going on with me. I really um, felt like they, at the time, I felt like I was outside of my body. You know, as they were talking to me, I didn't feel like I was actually there um, until they kind of like brought me back with Karen are you okay I'm like yeah so that's when it really it really hit hard it really hit hard okay Uh, when we come back we will continue our discussion on breast cancer uh, with Karen Adams and learn more about how she dealt with um, you know the process you're listening to Christ Poured into Excellence I'm your host Miss C. Picks you're tuned in to WDRB Media the voice of the community The only station giving you double the information and inspiration. We'll be back right after this break. DRB Media, the voice of the community, and for those streaming live through free tune-in radio app or through iHeartRadio, you're listening to Christ Poured Into Excellence, and I'm your host, Missy Picks. If you're just tuning in, we have been having a discussion about breast cancer and how, you know, to how just pretty much just learning how Karen Adams, how she dealt with it or whatever, and then if she can give any kind of insight um, that will probably help another um, fem- another 
you know, individual who gets that sudden news because, I mean, I can't just say females because it's, it's a rare thing that a male would get breast cancer, but it is so. So, um, Karen, um, if you want to continue, like, what resources, I mean, what 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 is there something that you can, like, tell people um, or or any kind of resources or things that happen to you that help ease, you know, the um, the pressure and, you know, because a lot of people, you, you never know. I mean, you learn that, okay, then I got, that you got breast cancer or whatever, and you don't even know, okay, then is this your time to fight? I mean, to, to I mean, how much longer do you have to live? That's, right. that's, the, that's what runs through a lot of people's minds mm-hmm. or whatever. You don't know if it's a, if you're going to live to see your kids graduate, if you have any children or whatever, or it just so many things that go through your mind. So a lot of people I know with me or whatever, I was tired. And I know by my second chemo treatment, I remember sitting on the floor saying, I give up. And not even really thinking about, okay, and I have three kids downstairs. Mm -hmm. And that is not the way to do it when you're a mother and you have three or four or five, I don't care how many kids you got, but you have to fight for them if you don't fight for nobody else. Um, But I had to learn that. So, um, I mean, everybody's situation is a little different. Just elaborate a little bit more about how you dealt with the depression or the feelings that came through your mind. Okay. Well, after my first uh, chemo treatment is really when I went through it really the hardest because I got sick. Um, I caught a virus because all my uh, platelets were low and my blood count was very low, and I caught a virus like a cold or something, and then I got a stomach virus on top of that. Then I had pneumonia. So I ended up in the hospital, and at that time, I had all of my hair, and one thing I wanted to do was to get ahead of the situation. I didn't want to lose all of my hair and then, uh, you know, go through that process of not having, you know, just falling out. Um, but it didn't happen that way for me. So while I was in the hospital, um, I found um, my head was really hurting really, really bad. And I was just rubbing my head and rubbing my head. And when I did that, I pulled chunks of hair out of my head and so it was like very very devastating and I also saw um, another lady on that floor because I was on a cancer floor Mm -hmm. I saw another lady with her hair completely gone and when I saw that it just took me to a whole nother level I spiraled downward and I just had a nervous breakdown I didn't tell anybody outside the family but I, I had a nervous breakdown because it was like Everything just hit me all at once because I've been so strong and holding my head up and being strong for my girls, being strong for my family. But at that moment, I wasn't strong and I just had to let go. And so um, after I got out of the hospital, my dear friend, Miss C. Picks <laughs> herself, <laughs> planned a haircutting party for me that I would never forget. It means so much to me. I'm going to try not to cry. I'm going I'm to hold it in. <laughs> because it, it really changed the way I think my life would have gone if she hadn't have done that. So, I mean, she she did this in like, what, 12 hours or less? <laughs> yeah, 12 hours. Give a shout out to Solana Bay, Miss Tiffany out there in yes. Mount Holly for just, 
you know, going along with everything and just saying, okay, then my doors is open to you. Yeah, that was so awesome. She didn't even know me. And I was able to gather maybe eight or nine of my good friends and Tasha and Missy Picks and and a couple of her friends. And um, it was just a beautiful thing. Um, She had the photo shoot going on. I mean, we toasted to no, no hair, hair don't, don't care, care I'm, I'm beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and it it really 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 lifted my spirit up I mean you couldn't tell me anything after that um you know they cut I had my hair cut um yeah and it was nice yeah Tiffany she did her thing she was she in there did. massaging the scalp oh my and God. everything you know yeah it was it was so nice and she had this little thing that buzzed I don't know what it was but all I know is I felt beautiful that day. If I didn't feel beautiful any other day in my life, I felt beautiful that day. And and it was such a wonderful thing for, for her to do that. She didn't have to do that. You know, she was struggling herself at the time. But she made it her business to do that for me because she knew how it felt to to have to do that by yourself. And, yeah, and I, I didn't have to do it by myself. Yeah. Because, like I said, my situation was a little different. It was just like, hey, I'm looking in the mirror. And, I, like I said, I was in the bathroom and I felt hair coming out. And I had went to my son's um, um, graduation. And all I know, I came back home that day. And I just happened to look in the mirror and had looked in the back of my head. And I, was, and I seen these holes in the back of my head. And I'm like, oh, my God, ain't nobody tell me. But I literally had holes in the back of my head. And for me, you know, you know, your hair and the way you look for yes, a female is like glory. it's like almost everything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, um well, I think that because of our time and everything, because I mean this discussion does is not a fifteen minute discussion, twelve minute discussion. It'd probably take a little longer. So Karen, do you mind if you come back to our next show? I would love to come And then we can continue this conversation. Okay, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Continue to tune in every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Standard Eastern Time. Please remember to connect with me by or at Miss, oh, no, CPIX Media. I'm sorry, on Facebook, CPIX Media. You can um, look me up. Also, if you want to be a guest on our show, um, or if you want to, because I think every month we're going to do a spotlight on, on um, a survivor every month. So if you're a survivor and you're, you want that spotlight, um, hit us up for free advertisement. Call me at 980-224-2749. Email me at cpixmedia1 at gmail.com. You're listening to Christ Poured Into Excellence. I'm your host, Miss CPix on WDRB Media, the voice of the community, the only station giving you double the information. Until next week, continue to be blessed and continue to allow God to pour into your lives. They told you that you couldn't do it cause you washed up. Ain't like them bad girls said you should get your soul up. But I got this plan and you might not